Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Opinion and Analysis Desk. Three years ago, Volkswagen was caught skewing emission tests, but its engineers had been testing rival cars as well and discovered that it was not the only one cheating, says Patrick McGee. Brussels, in September, is making new tests mandatory, but Patrick says the European Commission claims carmakers are already finding ways to undermine them. Patrick explains how. When Volkswagen was caught cheating diesel emissions tests in 2015, one of the first actions its engineers took was to launch a secret project to obtain cars from rival manufacturers and conduct tests on their emissions. Its aim was to find evidence of widespread cheating across the industry, so guilt could be spread around and penalties diluted, say two people inside the company. The Volkswagen scandal, in other words, may hopefully become the car scandal. Vehicles from Fiat, Hyundai, and others were tested for harmful nitrogen oxide emissions by VW engineers at the group's Wolfsburg headquarters from late 2015 to early 2016. The engineers had a simple conundrum. VW had just admitted to equipping 11 million cars with software to detect laboratory tests and then enable them to enter a low emissions mode. If VW's best engineers found regulations so onerous that they resorted to deliberate fraud, what had its rivals done? A third person in the company insists there was a more innocent explanation for the tests. Engineers uninvolved in the original cheating had to use rival cars as control variables to better understand their own sophisticated software, some of it supplied by third parties and used by rival brands. This employee says, we were not dirtying others' hands to make our own look clean. Volkswagen declined to comment on this previously unreported episode. What the engineers found shocked them. Rival brands' NOx emissions were considered, quote, a complete disaster. A VW worker briefed on the results says performance on the roads was, quote, completely different to the technical data. The overall summary of whether rivals were also skewing emissions results was clear. It's not only VW who is cheating. What is unclear is whether rivals were deploying the same strategy as Volkswagen, using a defeat device to illegally trick regulators into believing its cars were green, or if they had simply become better at bending the rules on tests, a problem that still exists with petrol cars today, as the European Commission revealed last month when it disclosed the latest tricks car makers were using to exploit loopholes for incoming 2020 emissions procedures. The distinction is blurred but important. VW paid the consequences of crossing the line and cheating NOx emissions tests in the U.S., but the efforts of other car makers to legally undermine testing for both NOx and CO2 in Europe have never resulted in real penalties. Nick Molden, chief executive of Emissions Analytics, which conducts real-world driving emissions tests, says, Legal optimization was done on an industrial scale. It became so ingrained in how cars were certified that the car makers didn't understand they had done something wrong. That's the scandal in Europe, that these actions were not illegal. Nearly three years after Dieselgate was exposed, Volkswagen is still the only car maker to have pled guilty in the U.S. for cheating NOx emissions tests and lying to regulators. Damages have been in excess of $25 billion. 
In Europe, however, there has been no comparable clampdown on what might be called the other emission scandal, or what one compliance expert dubbed the lawful but awful ways in which carmakers legally exploit EU loopholes to achieve the best possible scores for CO2 emissions. It had been an open secret for years in the industry that carmakers were gaming the EU lab tests in myriad ways, overinflating tires, taping doors, removing the sound system, and turning off the air conditioning were just a few of the methods that helped cut emissions in the lab that were impossible to replicate on the road. In 2014, a year before the VW diesel scandal was even exposed by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, one study showed that car makers had become increasingly brazen in optimizing EU tests to lower their stated carbon dioxide emissions. From 2001 to 2013, the gap in CO2 emissions in the lab versus on the road nearly quadrupled from 8% to 31%, according to the International Council on Clean Transportation, the ICCT. Even with car makers under scrutiny and European regulators under pressure to enforce rules, the gap has since widened, reaching 42% in 2016. Given the Commission's recent accusations, it would, however, be wrong to conclude that car makers are at it again. Rather, they never stopped in the first place. Once the VW engineers completed their allegedly damning report in early 2016, the company decided not to publish it. VW had just adopted a legal strategy of full cooperation with U.S. authorities, in part to accelerate a settlement. It worried about appearing like it was shirking responsibility. The results were given to independent institutes in case they wanted to verify them, but VW moved on. Within months, however, allegations implicating Mercedes, Fiat Chrysler, and Opel, among others, began to emerge as the institutes and EU regulators performed their own comprehensive NOx emissions tests. Recalls to fix or modify emissions software have since become a regular occurrence, but Europe has not taken strong action to penalize and thus deter them for using legal tricks to undermine CO2 tests, which is why problems persist, says William Tots, executive director at the European Federation for Transport and Environment, a clean energy group. By contrast, the U.S., which operates, quote, the most stringent policy enforcement practices, according to the ICCT, has taken strong action. The lab road discrepancy in emissions is present in the U.S. too, but it is accounted for by the EPA, which corrects for it until there is virtually no gap and fuel economy information is credible. Mr. Totes says, in Europe, nobody was checking. Nobody ever said this goes too far. That's the big difference. It could be judged illegal if someone was judging, but nobody was judging. That car makers are still bending EU rules, therefore, is as much a story of ineffectual regulation. Engineers, after all, are tasked with building engines to meet test requirements, just like students focus their reading on what is likely to show up in exams. John German, senior fellow at the ICCT, says, Manufacturers will always respond to literal requirements from the regulators. If something isn't specified in the regulations, it's not really ethical to take advantage of that, but neither is it illegal. In the U.S., the EPA sets and enforces the rules. In Europe, Brussels sets the rules, but enforcement is left to national authorities. Mr. German says, nobody has the mandate or legal authority that the EPA has. Critics of the EU system say the national authorities' independence and incentives are questionable. For instance, Germany's transport authority, the KVA, is in a difficult position to impose billions of euros in fines on a car industry which employs 800,000 people in the country. When, in April 2016, the KBA found that Mercedes, Opel, and VW cars were understating pollution by turning off emissions controls and temperatures not found in test procedures, it recalled 630,000 cars. It issued no fines, but simply told car makers to stop exploiting the loophole. Oscar Rodriguez Ruco, an auto analyst at Banco Sabadell in Madrid, says... 
it's very tough to fight with the guys that create the jobs. I don't think that any car maker will have any big trouble with European fines. Brussels even launched legal action against Italy last year, alleging it had, in effect, allowed Fiat Chrysler to evade emission standards and possibly to even break the law. Industry Commissioner Elsbieta Biancowska said in May 2017 in response to the Fiat Chrysler case, The emission scandal has shown that the responsibility to enforce the law and punish those who violate it can no longer be left solely to individual member states. Emissions testing in the EU is being overhauled, albeit gradually. Simple lab tests under the new European driving cycle, first designed decades ago and described by T&E as utterly discredited, are being replaced by longer tests designed to better replicate on-the-road conditions. The new system also gives the Commission powers to check cars already on the road, and it can penalize car makers up to €30,000 per car in case of non-compliance. Yet critics say Brussels is still not going far enough. According to Mr. Molden, They've taken away some of the loopholes, they've made the cycle more aggressive, but it's still more gentle than reality. Car makers will still find that their cars are emitting more CO2 by about 20%. Moreover, last month the Commission's research arm said car makers were already undermining these new CO2 emissions tests before they even become mandatory next month. The Commission's Joint Research Center found that cars were still being configured to produce low results on NEDC tests but they featured a different configuration to emit higher emissions on the incoming regime, the Worldwide Harmonized Light Vehicle Test Procedure, or WLTP. The logic is to inflate the baseline for 2020 emissions, the year NEDC standards are phased out in favor of WLTP, because targets in 2025 and 2030 are based on a percentage reduction from the start point. To obtain lower emissions on NEDC tests, Car makers can test the cars on full batteries, enable start-stop engine technology, and manually shift gears quickly. To raise emissions for WLTP, they perform a separate test using a depleted battery, disable start-stop functions, and shift gears more slowly. Brussels acknowledges that it inadvertently created this loophole when it wrote the WLTP regulations. It tried to prevent car makers from tricking the system to lower their emissions, and had never thought they might try to make their cars look dirtier than they are. After environmental groups warned them of this possibility, the Commission looked for evidence and found that some car makers were inflating WLTP emission standards by up to 13%, on average by 4.5%. At the same time, they continued to, quote, systematically understate NEDC emissions by 4%. Essentially, car makers are exploiting the fact that absolute targets are being replaced by targets measured in percentage terms. Under current rules, a car's fleet average must not emit more than 95 grams of CO2 per kilometer in 2020. It is not realistic to expect the same vehicles, however, to emit just 95 grams under the more rigorous test. The target values for WLTP in 2021 are yet to be set. Environmental groups believe the target should just be 10% higher than 95 grams, but car manufacturers say 20% is more appropriate. The Commission's evidence appears to show that car makers, in solidifying their case for a higher figure, tested the cars in such a way as to provide evidence. Certainly the incentives lead them in that direction. Volkswagen once estimated that every gram of CO2 saved on its European fleet cost it 100 million euros. In response to these accusations, the European Automobile Manufacturers Association pointed out that inflating emissions in 2020 would be counterproductive because with higher emissions comes higher taxes for car buyers. The association said in a statement, A manufacturer that would over-declare CO2 values could dramatically lose their competitiveness and market share, which is in no one's interest. T&E's Mr. Tots suggests that cartel activity may therefore be at play. Quote, 
The only way this trick can work is if all car makers work together, he says, adding that Brussels is already investigating German car makers for cartel activities and other technology, such as the size of tanks for AdBlue, a solution to neutralize emissions for diesel cars. A simpler explanation is that the loopholes are obvious to the car engineers, who have been gaming the system for two decades and understand how their rivals operate. Peter Mock, managing director of the ICCT in Europe, says, It's a prisoner's dilemma. If you assume that you are the only one increasing the WLTP levels, then you know you would have a disadvantage. But if you assume that everyone else is noticing the loophole too, then you assume they also would exploit it and you wouldn't be alone. So as an individual car maker, you'd do it. Brussels says it is working to close the loophole and possibly to amend the law. Mr. Mock supports this, but points out that loopholes will always exist. A bigger challenge, he says, is for the car makers to shift gears on compliance. Car makers, he says, have a social responsibility to be more honest and to not exploit every loophole they come across. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this Big Read podcast, you can subscribe on all the usual channels. And do take a look at our latest subscriber offer, which you can find at ft.com slash offer 50. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.